1: Feel it coming
2: in the air, and there's screams from everywhere, I'm addicted to the thrill, it's a dangerous love affair, can't
3: be scared when it goes down, got a problem, tell me now, only thing that's on my mind, is who's going on this town tonight. Welcome
2: to another show, of the Paranormalized Sports and Sometimes Rich Show, Uh, we got a lot to talk about, Uh, Coach B, you here? Yeah. What's up, baby? What's going on with you? Not much, man. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to everybody out there listening, um, all three of you. All four y'all. But <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about, man. How was your holiday? First of all, how was your holiday? I know, wait a minute. In Phoenix, it's an overcast day. It looks gloomy, but, you know, the weather's still good. It's about probably about 55, 60 degrees right now. But where you are, what's the weather like? I
4: am in... I'm in VA, man. We were fortunate enough to get some snow the following week, the weekend before Christmas, and um, so we had our semi-white uh, Christmas around here, but also had a little rain on Christmas Day. So a rain. Um, it was what it was. It was beautiful. Hung out with my family. Saw was able to see my grandmother. No, oh, that's good. See my uh, my granddad. See my family back down home in Franklin, Virginia. So it was it was fun.
2: I know I called my uh, my grandmother and she said it snowed, but then it rained the next day. Snow in Newport News, it doesn't stick now. I know when I was a kid it did, but so much is with the ozone layer now, man. There's so much with our world going on. There's just the climate and everything's changing. But she said it it snowed. It was kind of cool. Then it rained the next day and it warmed up. And this was all Christmas, but now it's cold. It's back home. It's cold now. But everybody here. Yeah, we had like
4: 20 some inches before. I told you last week we had 20 some inches over the weekend.
2: 20 some inches of snow?
4: Yeah, over oh, Friday, Saturday. Oh. Okay. Saturday, late like Friday, Saturday, Saturday
2: night, yeah. Man, how do you do that? How do you continue to do that? You, I remember about five years ago you were talking about, I got to get out of here. I can't do this another snow year. And you're still there. <laughs>
4: how are you still there? <laughs> well, you know, it is where it is. I know it is. I'm trying to get out, but I can't. I'm kind of stuck right now. You stuck where I'm Not really stuck, but, you know, I choose to be here. Well, then, the, there it
2: is. There it is. So that's how family. you do it. You My family's
4: to... here, man, so I really can't, um, you know. Your family. Go your, mother, anywhere.
2: your mother's there, because you're a mother's boy, really. So I am a
4: mother's boy. Okay. I I'm right. a mother's boy. And, you know, another reason I'm here, too, I really can't say no names, but uh, there's good reasons why I'm here. But anyways, enough of me. you can't
2: say. <laughs> now, ain't enough about <laughs> you. <laughs> if you can't say the <laughs> names. What's up with... There must, nah, uh, must be more names you can't say. Enough about me. Let's talk about me.
4: Let's talk about let talk about me. All right.
2: Let's talk about me. We,
4: uh, Christmas. We, I know you love talking about you, so let's talk about you. I'm
2: hip. You know, ain't nothing better. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What, what What about your Christmas, man? Christmas is good. You got to sell your, see your family. Um, you get anything you wanted? Or did you want anything? Um, I
4: mean, you know what? I really didn't. Ask for anything. I just wanted my family to be healthy and um, be able to be healthy myself, and um, that was that was great situation for me and my family. We were all healthy. No, no, nobody sick. You know, my grandma's a little. um, She's uh, 85 years old. So my grandfather's eighty nine years old. So you know, their health is pretty much all I really wished for.
2: You know what? I I don't. I do that every day for my family, like uh, uh, extended and near. You know, just for their health. But I don't do too much of a just on Christmas or, you know, just on Easter. You go to church, you know you know what I'm saying? I do it, yeah, like, yeah. I, I do it like every day, man. Um, you know, with health, uh, save travels figured, and stuff like that. But Quincy... I every day should be... Quincy's sick. Every day should be jobbing at Christmas. Quincy's in the hospital right now. He went last night. Well, he went tonight. What's Quincy Hospital
5: for?
2: He got double pneumonia, man. They just found out this morning. Well, he went two nights ago. And uh, uh-huh. uh, the emergency room, they let him go. He'd say he can come home. He came home. He was feeling bad. So I, I took him yesterday. So that's where I was all yesterday, um, and then he's a uh, he's IV getting blood and doing all that stuff. He's at the Phoenix Children's Hospital. You know, I always do stuff for them, and it's good. Man. Yeah, he, he, oh man, good. He's able to go there. Um, so but he's sick, man. He just got found out he got double pneumonia, so I got out the show. I'm I'm gonna head on took back to the hospital. Well,
4: you you know just more for for a Hey, you know because that double pneumonia a lot of times yeah, that's death around the for Valley
2: fever. Yeah, man, that's death around the corner. Hey, let's talk about some sports, yeah. man. Let's let's stop boring everybody. And to us it's not boring. But, uh, no, it's not. It's his family. Yeah, yeah, always.
4: Yeah. Oh, um, Minnesota Vikings. We were talking about that game
2: last night. Minnesota Vikings, Chicago Bears. Wow.
4: Jay Cutler showed out, didn't
2: he? I don't even like – I like Jay Cutler when he was in Denver. I say this guy has a strong arm. He still has a strong arm. But this guy just – he throw balls. He's a early – he's a young Brett Favre when Brett Favre just counted on his arm to do everything. <laughs> like try to squeeze balls in double coverage, triple coverage. He's doing that right now, and that's that's why he's leading the lead in interceptions. Man, this guy, I, I would say he would have got 25, 26 to twenty seven interceptions this year, and that, that is crazy numbers for a quarterback to have that many interceptions. Now, granted, he he went to a new system, but he's a smart enough quarterback, I believe. The guy went to Vanderbilt. Yes, went to Vanderbilt. He should be he should have enough senses in the head. Now you still got to learn the NFL game coming to college, but he did a good job taking over for Jake Plummer uh over in Denver, uh taking that job and controlling the offense, leading the team, being the face of Denver. Then nonsense went down with he and the coach. So he's out of there. Now he's in Chicago and he I don't think he really have any I think he and his receivers right now, the ones that he have with in Chicago, are finally jailing as far as uh, the um uh, routes and stuff like that and what he's looking for, when he scrambled, where you should go. It's not like a Philip Phillip Rivers and uh Antonio Gates situation but oh well, yeah. young. They are young. They he really don't have a threat anyone anyone. You have who, to double-team.
4: Who as who, uh, the receiver, core, have you heard about before week six of this year? No one. Nobody. No one. I mean, you know, what's the kid's name? Um, amrade um, whatever his name is. I can't pronounce his name. And Usually I'm really good at pronouncing names. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. But the uh, receiver
4: that caught the game-winning touchdown last night in overtime.
2: Oh, I, I'll tell you his you name know, right yeah,
4: Eight, nine catches for 100-some-odd um some odd yards and a tug. Yeah, what was that? I mean,
2: Number 19. I'm trying to think. He got a crazy name.
4: Well, huh? one guy, yeah. And then another guy is the uh, Johnny Knox kid. Who? A little speedster. Oh, um, that's Johnny. That's
2: knows, Knox. That's Knox.
4: Yeah, Knox is pretty good. You know, Devin Hester came around early part of the year to receive it for him. Uh, but the problem with Jake, see, Jake came out with Eli Manning and and um, Philip Rivers. And, Rivers. Mm-hmm. and everybody knew that Jake... Had the strongest arm. Denver traded up to get Jake,
2: right? Because he he was gonna be playing five. in that cold weather. He wasn't gonna be playing in of right. uh, uh, no need for San Diego to use him in that warm weather. Maybe maybe in New York he would have fit in well um, with that strong arm. Has a way better strong arm than uh, Manning. But I think New York went after that name Manning. Actually, right. uh, actually, uh, San Diego drafted Philip. I mean, Eli
4: Nigger drafted him yeah. and traded him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I honestly just think that you know. Jake Cutler. Um, you know, he like you said a second ago it was so you know, he took over for for, for Jake Plummer <laughs> up in, in Denver. Ooh, uh-huh. Um, I think that he's gonna be okay. I think Jake Plummer's gonna I mean, sorry. I think um Jake is gonna be okay
3: uh-huh.
4: um in about another year. So he needs to get in that into that offense, acclimated in that offense. You know, Matt Forte hasn't ran the ball this year like he ran last year.
2: Well, he has an no offensive line. Look at that offensive line. I, you know what I don't like about football is how how those offensive line, big guys, but they soft as I don't know what. How do you look in the mirror knowing another grown man just manhandled me for four quarters? And you're just soft, man. You're just there for to be there. You're just there because you're a big guy. The guy behind you is not better. I mean, I don't like soft guys. You know, when you talk about uh, Mount Forte's his down year, I would say, from uh, his rookie year where I think he might have had 1,200-something yards, uh, Russian. Yeah, look mm-hmm. at that offensive line, man. Those guys are not in sync ever. That's why Jake Cutler has to. He's in panic mode every time he touches. Gets from under the center. Uh, he can't go through a progression. First, second, third, read, no. fourth, read. Uh, he those sure guys, can. Yeah, those guys are being manhandled, man, up front, and it's hard to run a run the ball. And that's where the game starts up front. You have to run the ball to be able to do certain things. You can pass all you want to. I can fix that uh, defensive wise if you're going to pass again. If I know all you got to do is pass and you one dimensional, I can fix that in coverage.
4: You know, I have a problem. You know, when you look at these running backs in, in the National Football League, when they hit the hole, you never see nobody. You know. Make- except Chris Johnson, Tennessee, you know, see Adrian Peterson, you see, you know, Thomas Jones, two guys doing it, but some of these other guys, they're not actually hitting the hole. They get this Jamal Lewis, baby step, baby step, baby step, then want to hit the hole. Yeah. Get the ball, take your step, hit the hole. The hole is designed to be there for when it's supposed to be there. Right. I mean, you don't see him hitting the hole like, you know, just think, you know, last year, Matt Forte was just, you know, he had a great year last year, 1,238 yards. Which was, was awesome. This year he has 828 yards. He only has four touchdowns.
2: And in, and that's he has, Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Yes, 448 yards in receiving. You know, but no receiving touchdowns. Right. And I'll last year that, he had right. four receiving touchdowns. And they had Kyle yeah. Orton, the quarterback. Kyle
2: Kyle Orton is not a bad Jay, guy.
4: No, but Jay Culler Jay Color at quarterback, you know, should open it up for Matt Forte, but Matt Forte is not running the rock like Matt Forte should have ran the rock. I think I've, when the games I've seen him play, right. I see him stutter step, stutter step, stutter step, stutter step, and then want to hit the hole. He wasn't hitting the hole full fledged. I, I don't know. Like maybe it. because the offensive lineman's out
2: there. I think the offensive lineman is soft, but I, I agree 100 percent when you say you st- you step, 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 and then you try to hit the hole. The hole is designed. Certain plays, I certain I think as a run play it's designed to go all the way. You may not. Some guys will miss their blocks. Uh, some guys get paid on the other side of the football. They just better than you. Um, but that. But when the hole's right there, you got to go right now. You got to go right, right. now. Um, and that three yards of play, three yards of running play, no one can stop you in the National Football League. You it, you do the math. You can't be stopped if you're getting three yards of play. Two yards of yeah. that is just attitude. That's attitude up front. <laughs> And you should have a, a running back with the same mentality that nobody's going to stop me from getting two yards. Right there, you got four yards. Now, who in the league going to stop you as far as running? Then you got a quarterback who needs to understand uh, what's going on in the system. Um, I think they made using Devin Heston wrong, trying to make him a number one receiver. You put Devin Heston in the slot, let him do in the rounds. He was one of, at one time, one of the best special teams guys in the league, ever in the league history of the NFL, uh, with the returns, punt returns, kickoff returns for touchdowns. Now you're putting him at the number one receiver. He He's not, he was a defensive back in college. Special yes. team guy at the same time. He um, wasn't even a starter in college. Yeah, right. He was coming in and was exciting. It was a big play, had that burst, that speed. Put him in a slot somewhere. And, and force the number three receiver—I mean, number three de- defensive back—to cover him. And it'd be a long day for that guy. Now you got to double to him. Now he gets in the rhythm. Now he's learning how to play receiver. Maybe eventually, in his fourth, fifth years, you can put him out in in the uh, number one or number two spot. I think number two because the number two guy is always off the ball and he can't get pressed up. So they need That's to find a better way. way that. They need to find a better way to use uh, Devin Hester. They're not getting everything yes. out of him. Nope. All right, man. We Kevin
4: Devin House is more of a West Waffle type receiver anyway.
2: Yeah, and with better speed, too. So that would be, imagine if somebody used him right. Yes. All right. Crazy. This is the uh, Quarman Lashley Sports and Sometimes Rich Show. 888-346-9144 if you want to call in. We'll be back in about two minutes.
5: See you We are, yeah, I said it, we are. This is Rock Nation. pledge your allegiance. Get your boutiques All black, everything. Black
0: and Wellness Network. Tune into to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
6: With 2.8 seconds left to left. I
3: don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we, cover we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Arms. Arms. Welcome
2: back to the Kwame the Sports and Sometimes Rich show. First of all, I want to say I want to say what's up to our fifth listener, uh, Julie Ackerman. What's up, Julie? Out in D.C. Uh, shouts out to you. Keep uh, listening to the show. Um, we we see you out. We hear you out there. We see you out there. Yes, yeah, you out there talking the trash. We see her in Radio Land. How about that? Or do we hear her in Radio Land? <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We were talking about uh, uh, Jay Cutler. Uh, I got an email say Cutler, him some slack. I want to cut him no slack till he become the the guy. He, he come the guy he wanted. Well, you can't
4: understand something too. He wanted I out of Denver. Something.
2: He wanted out of Denver because his ego. Now you go. Now what I need
4: he to understand. He, don't be surprised. Well, and I, I didn't get traded again. But who he? No, nah, never, never mind. I'm just, I'm, I was just about to say something stupid, but never sure mind. You know I, was, I keep my comment to myself. But everybody know I'm the smart uh, one
2: on the show, so you can go ahead and say something
4: stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking at the situation as you know. Jay Cutler, Chicago Bears. Yes, thanks, man. Um, thinking, good. hoping that you know Chicago keeps loving around another year or two. Yeah. Um, because I don't. I think the injuries this year with him with the team, you know, didn't um, uh, focus. Look, the injuries didn't weren't able to help the team focus on winning games. Uh, Jay Cutler had a bad year. Yeah. something about interceptions It's oh. horrible.
2: What well, this year, you saying? Yes. Oh yeah, it's terrible year. Terrible year. He shouldn't even be listed as a quarterback. But go ahead.
4: No, and I th- and the running game was not there. All the injuries on the front on the front line for them weren't, back, weren't that very weren't very um, helpful for their their team this year. And also they had no quality receiver to step up week one. Mm-hmm. Um, now do I think they should have went out and maybe got a receiver in midseason right. that got that got released like Chris Chambers going to. Kansas City and help help put up some numbers in Kansas City over the last six eight weeks of the season. Maybe they should have done that, but they chose not to. Oh. Uh, it's, going to it's going to be interesting to see what Chicago does this year in the draft and in free agency.
2: You're right. Are and they going
4: to be able to go out and get a receiver?
2: Chicago needs to go get a, a receiver. There's some receivers out there this year that probably can come out and help them with a good. Once you draft this guy, get him into your city. Get make sure he's finished school. Um, Get him to your city. Get him to your state. Get him into camp right away. Get him to the film room uh, without breaking any um, NFL rules or league rules and stuff like that. There's some receivers out there that can help uh, Jay Cutler. Could be that guy, be that threat. Like, like Percy yeah. are doing. what is he doing for the Minnesota Vikings? He's helping those guys out on special teams and in that offense. And they've using him right yes, to yes. get him a certain amount of plays in this slot where he's uh, he's more of a threat. Uh, where he's not being double-teamed. you in the slot, most of the time you're in a flop formation, not the flip. Flip is when he's on the line. Flop, uh, he's off the line. And a lot of guys in this league are not going to be able to de- press this guy. And he's able mm-hmm. to run quick slants, option routes. Brett Favre looks for this guy. He looked for. He's made uh, Rice uh, one of his favorite receivers. And, uh, yes, he is. And i tell you, Chicago won that game with a lot of injuries on defense. They're missing, not even Brock, uh, Erlacher, not even him. I'm not going to mention this guy because he's been dumped since the season. But, they missing four. They was missing three or four starters in that secondary, and they still was able to uh, put the numbers up against the. Um, well, beat the Minnesota Vikings with Brett Fire quarterback. At the same time, the Minnesota Vikings defense was terrible in tackling. Their tackling was. They need oh. to go to teaching tackling school. Well, that was that bad? I mean,
4: eighty-six yards the first half, then three hundred twenty yards the second half. This is what the Minnesota Vikings offense put up.
2: Right. I remember because no. it was 200 and that, something yards. With, to,
4: yeah, with that band-aided uh, Chicago defense. Yeah.
2: And and then uh, Tillman went out, uh, So and Manning ended up coming in. He used to be one of the good starters over in uh, Jacksonville, if I remember correctly. And then he came over to uh, Chicago, started for a while, and then played in nickel defense. Uh, but he ended up coming in because they were so shorthanded in the secondary but Brett Favre not able to get it done. Do you think all this stems from when Brad Childrens and Brett Favre had that argument on the sideline? So you got to you know wonder who, I don't I don't, I don't think know. it's a big deal if if you want me to explain it, but I'll let you explain it. But I just bring that, I just bring that, no, just answer, just bring that you, question we up. We both because, explain it. Yeah, I just bring that question up because there's 50 million cameras on a national football game. So whatever it looks like, uh, it looks like to you. If you don't know what's going on, you're not behind those closed doors. You're not in those meetings. You don't have that quarterback-coach uh, conversation week in and week out that these guys have, and they have to have. Brett Farr is a competitor. You bring him in his for performance, you pay him for his performance, and what he's done in the league, that type of guy, that argument, the camera just happened to catch him, like the camera catches Court Anquan, camera court catches T.O. all the time. Uh, And I want to get about T.O. in a brief shortly. I'm impressed with how his behavior is in that dismal season. Um, But the cameras are on this guy, Brad Children, Brett Favre. In my opinion, I think, in my professional opinion, Brad uh, Children was just trying to protect Brett Favre. Brett Favre being the competitor you know he is, I know who he is, uh, wants to stay in the game thinking, like, Mm -hmm. there's time on the clock, I got a chance.
4: Well, you know, also, Quam, you look at it in a situation like this, all right. As an athlete, you know, coach comes up to us and says, "We're taking it. We, I'm taking you out in third quarter, and you're up five, seven, six, or whatever the situation may be. Uh-huh. You're like, like, no, I don't want to get out. Right. I want to play. If I'm if I'm healthy enough to play, I want to play.' And simple fact that, you know, two competitors, Childress, Brett Favre. Uh-huh. They decide the the They might have been discussing something, and maybe it looks certain it got heated for a hot second, or or Brett didn't understand something, or whatever. But again, what goes on in that three point three three and a half hour time span uh-huh. should stay in that three and a half hour time span.
2: Football is an emotional game.
4: Yes, very. And when you talk when you talk about to when you bring to up to up, if you read to's lips a lot of those times. He's not complaining about just him not getting the ball. I agree. He's complaining about coverage. He's complaining about, you know, why aren't you blocking up front? He's, you know, yeah, I want the ball, but let's make something happen. I don't even, you know, think, run the rock.
2: I don't even think it's a complaint, but I, I know where you're, going with, where you're going with this. I don't even think it's a complaint. I think it's more, of come on, guys, let's go. And it looks so animated that they're saying T.O.'s at it again, but they don't even know what he's saying unless you read lips, like you said. Um right. of course, he's one of the best receivers in the game. I want the ball. Nobody said anything when Keyshawn said, give me the damn ball. Nobody. me ask you question. Talking. Go.
4: Nobody said that. But two weeks ago when Tom Brady went and cussed his whole offensive line out, anybody say anything about that?
2: They're not going to say that about Tom Brady. They're going to say, oh, now he's getting them fired up. Instead of saying, uh, the T.O. say, you guys block. Now, okay, if Tom Brady go cuss his whole line out so he can get some protection and block. Now, if the receiver, Randy Moss, would have went over there and cussed that whole out. Uh, O line all they were saying he's selfish he cussing him out so Tom Brady can have some time to throw to him it would have been Thank all you. on Randy Moss looking bad for him it would have been like you. a it's selfish move it's,
4: it's who you it's are the media wants to portray shit
2: yeah and it's, it's it's a story you gotta write that paper you gotta sell it on the internet you gotta uh, have a radio show that you gotta have something to talk about it's a story it's 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 all. Um, it's all for the dollars, all for the nonsense. And it depends on who you are in the National Football League. There's some things Peyton Manning and Tom Brady get away with that Donovan can't. Yes. And that's that's I'm not even saying – yes, I am. I'm saying black and white stuff. It, they they scrutinize Donovan more, and all this guy does is win football games. Look at his stats since he's been there. Look at his record since he's been in Philadelphia, man. All he's got to do is win football games. Look what he's doing now. Nobody ever say Donovan can't play hurt. If you say that, then you don't know. You need to stop uh, analyzing football games. Stop writing papers and doing whatever you're doing. This guy plays hurt every year, like everybody else. But don't say. Yes. When, but when, when he's hurt, don't it, say he's costing a team. A lot of guys will be sitting there for four weeks.
4: Aren't him and Andy Reid one of like two other teams this decade? Has won over 100 games?
2: Yeah, together, together, that's, exactly.
4: There, that's that's uh, the the New England Patriots, Indianapolis Coach, and the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Donovan McNabb is not a first ballot. Well, we don't know. I say it right now at this point. He's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. But Donovan McNabb will be in the Hall of Fame. Most
4: definitely. He will definitely. definitely be a Hall of Famer.
2: Okay, now, um, but, but what we was talking about, Brad Children and Brett Farr. I don't know. That's just controversy on that side of that. There's just cameras everywhere seeing, you know, looking at two competitors go at right it on the sideline. It, you don't even know what was being said. So, uh, no. just like you say, I mean, it, it is what it is. I don't think it had so much to do with them guys losing two games to Carolina when Julian Peppers was all over Brett Favre and, Ju- and Children's was just trying to protect him, just trying to protect his quarterback so he can have him down in the future for the playoffs.
4: Now, I mean, these, you're in the playoffs. I understand the fact that um, –
2: Well, that's a lot of comp- – There was a lot of uh, stuff at state right there, a lot of things at state with these guys winning these last two games or losing.
4: Now, yeah, they lost last night. And and also they lost last night.
2: They lost up last week. Yeah, because cause now New Orleans Saints have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. But yes. this also, I think, it moves the Cardinals up one. If they lose next week, who are they playing? Are they playing Miami? Let me look this up. The uh, who
4: New England plays Miami. What's Tom plays? Who plays Miami next week? No, I think it, who, uh, the
2: Saints. Pittsburgh play Miami next Saints
4: week. Saints
2: play Miami next week. No, the, no, no, no. Pittsburgh play Miami. I, I want to say. I want to believe.
4: Pittsburgh play what's we'll Tom right now? I'm, yeah. Pittsburgh plays Miami. Okay. The Saints play. Um, Carolina. That's going to
2: be a good game. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a No, not not so much because uh, Steve Smith broke his forearm. That's the, that's the heartbeat right there. That's the heartbeat. Yeah, but, I
4: mean, Stewart is a beast. He is. You know, ain't like then, the uh, to stop anybody from running the ball.
2: Angelo might be back,
4: 208
2: too. yards last week. You're right. You're right. That's franchise I mean, record, isn't it?
4: James Stewart, 208 yards last week. Franchise I record. Mean, Yes. I mean, there's opportunities out there, uh-huh. and it's going to. And the Saints have it, like, you know, the first eight and ten weeks of the season. Saints number one defense in the National Football League.
2: The Cardinals are ten and five, man. Ten and five. Ooh, they haven't been ten and five in a while because I think they went in the playoffs last year, at nine and seven. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Nine and seven. Yeah, but 10, they, and five, Clyde, Clyde ten and five. It's a slide to the five. I said they would be ten and five or eleven and.
4: Mm-hmm. We got to re- I don't know about that. We'll look at that. We'll do that show. We'll venture back to the old show to see what exactly what your thoughts were on that.
2: I know what my thoughts were. I said they we're in the West. Obviously, look who's in the West. I thought uh, if anybody was going to compete with them, it would be the 49ers. 49ers lost about four games in the last play of the season, so they could easily be 11 and 4 at this point. That's so true. At, at this point right now. Uh, Seattle stinks. They should quit. They should go to Canada. Uh, the Rams stink right now. The Rams be better. They they play hard, but they just don't have. They, the have no quarterback. That, they don't have no. They don't have a receiver either. That that receiver they have number eighteen. I don't know fifteen, whatever his number was. He was terrible.
4: He, Donnie um, Avery?
2: Not Donnie Avery. No, no. Um, who was the guy? I don't know. Some guy. Some guy. That's right. But he Donnie just, He's just the number until he makes some plays. I'll know his name, and that's the way <laughs> it's going to be. Now, I got the music playing on my ear, but eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Calling you want to talk to myself for Rich we're going to get back on this fight I like the standards we're going to look at these standards man then we get to some Indianapolis Colts the decision they made yeah to we'll talk about that alright we we'll be back, back in two holla minutes back. Holla, back. holla back we'll be back in two minutes Formula Sports sometimes Rich show
3: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They eat a ass and then move I just, and get I just ready
1: think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy.
3: <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, or forever hold your
0: mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network
6: And the Voice America Sports Network.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: Welcome back to the show. This is Barmanato Sports. Sometimes Good Show. We are back. We left off talking about it. Shit, we was all over the board, for quite a few things. Uh, uh, yeah, standard. Uh, you know, I We do. Yeah, I want to talk. Yeah, I'm Hey, it's our show. I want to talk about <laughs> the standards, man. But also uh, the standings, the NFL, NFL NFC Wild Card. You yeah, got the Cowboys, man. Ten and five. Wow, they won a game. And
4: they you won know a game. they are playing some halfway decent football. They're uh, not decent. winning pretty. I mean, they came into Washington and spanked the Redskins. The Redskins suck.
2: They, they do suck, but um. you know who sucks even more? Even though the Redskins are last in the Eastern Division, the New York Giants stink. They stink. How do
4: you get how do you run up 48-9 to 9 at, at home, home? Your last game in the Meadowlands, in Giants Stadium, and you get run up 48-9. to 9? That's uh-huh. a thrashing.
2: Hold on. Let me do this first. Let me shout out to Adrian Wilson. 22 interceptions, 20 sacks. Congratulations to Adrian's. There's only 10 guys in the National Football League ever done that, so I want to give that shout-out to A-Dub. Um, then go ahead. Well, Pro
4: Bowl comes out at 5 o'clock. We'll see how, how good a really is. He
2: going to make the Pro Bowl. If he going to make the Pro Bowl, well, I already know how bull crap it is, but he made hey, the Pro Bowl. you.
4: didn't make the Pro Bowl. I have he, a nine in it, one year, so I want to
2: hear that. He was a – he was a um, – he he's already in there, though. I, you can't find another strong safety better in the NFC, if you can, name him. Reed, having played in uh, – he's in the AFC, but Reed – haven't played in a while. You might. Sure. Uh, Darren well, Schopper, Yeah, reed
4: has been out for a minute.
2: But Darren Sharper, he has an NFL record interception for yardage
4: for this year because he had like three touchdowns back.
2: No, but overall, over, over, not just this year. Overall. All time, all time, and even even Dion Sanders don't even have it. I mean, you know how many he have and how many he took taken back.
4: Yeah, he made. He helped make that um that Saints defense the first half of the season on. He take chances.
2: The the new the uh New Orleans Saints going to get smashed up uh, in the playoffs because first of all they start slow. They do they finish strong, but they start too slow and when you playing teams that's already in the playoffs, these guys can put up points. Or obviously it's their offense that's got them in the playoffs, and I'm not talking about the Saints, I'm talking about their opponent or it's their defense. And if you start slow like the Saints always do, the Saints finish strong, but the team going to be already up on you and then you can do anything to the New Orleans Saints defense. I watch these guys play all year. These defensive backs are pretty good when they plan with the lead, because you can, a defensive coordinator, you can take a lot of chances, you can blitz more, uh, you can jump a lot of routes. But now when these guys have to cover somebody, they get double moved. It's gone. I've seen a lot of teams drop balls wide open, playing against the Saints. I've seen a lot of teams catch balls for touchdown, because Darren Shopper and the rest of those guys are getting double moved on. You gotta watch what this
4: you, stuff. D. from? I'm
2: seeing he's from Virginia, obviously, but go. That's why he's one of the top interception ball hawkers in the, ever, ever in the history of football, because <clears throat> he's from Virginia. Yeah, if he's he from somewhere else, he wouldn't be like that. But look, anyway, <laughs> he, but he's 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 acceptable to being double move, and he has to do a better job than that. If I'm watching this from the TV, imagine what the office office of coordinators are doing on fam room on game day uh, studying these guys. I mean I would I can go in there and beat the New Orleans Saints defense right now.
4: But you gotta understand something too. They they're not they're, they 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 brought in uh McKenzie and McAllister off the street because they were both at home chilling.
2: McCallis is in D C right now. He's in um I think he may be in Washington, if I'm not mistaken. McAllister. So, they
4: were, they, so the Saints released McAllister yeah, it and brought wasn't to yeah, release in that one game.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a release cause he was bad, but the Saints had two of their starters corners. Uh they was down with injuries and then um right. McKenzie came back and balled because he was in that system. But it just, it just came down to numbers. Not because you good. A lot of a lot of guys get released, uh, get cut. A lot of guys get released and get cut because it comes down to numbers, not because they can't play football. Now, I don't, don't listen to those uh, pronosticators who think they know it all, and those are saying guys who never played the game, and uh, that we're going to make a show out of that. Um, but, but McAllister, he still can play football. He still will be a good guy. to put. He's not a special team guy because he got bone on bone with his knees, but he's smart enough to play on that island where he can make a, uh, with a, with a, de- a good defensive line where he can go ahead and make plays yep. from the corner.
4: He can, back, he, can a, he can be a hell of a backside corner in National Football League. Still. Right. you and, can be a frontside corner, dominating corner, cover corner with the Baltimore Ravens. He can be a great backside corner now covering the number two receiver.
2: Strong safety and free safety is the, is the uh, really, you know, you, you talk about linebackers, they really, the heart that makes the whole defense go because a corner, if you've got a good defensive line, you can be a great corner. Look at um, uh, Sante Samuels. I, he's not. He's a cover two corner, but this guy makes plays. He's all over the yes. football field. He makes play. I tell you who. Uh, you remember Mark McMillan? He was a good I'm corner. He's five three. Yeah. He's a good corner. He five three, and unless he I put in his cleats, he five four. But he's a good corner. But he knew how to play the game. He um he understands what his offensive line was doing. He understands what blitz packages mean. Uh, the ball about to be coming out. So he took a lot of chances. He made a lot of plays. But a corner, a defensive back, a corner. Uh, if you understand the defense where everybody should be, supposed to be, you can take a lot of chances. You read quarterback, but that all starts, too, in the film room. you got to watch with the quarterbacks because Peyton Manning throws to a spot. He don't. He's not throwing to his receiver. His receiver better get to that spot. He's throwing to a spot on the field. Tom Brady throws to a spot on the field, and you better be there unless he's throwing a deep ball. And if he's throwing a deep ball, he's still throwing to a spot, and that's to Randy Moss uh, in the corner by the pylons. If it's a jump ball, Randy's coming down
4: with it. Speaking of Paige Manning, mm-hmm. just a nice segue into to this conversation. Sunday, Peyton, Reggie Wayne, pretty much the whole defense, uh, most some of the offensive linemen gets pulled into the third quarter um against uh, the Jets and lose that game. They're up fifteen six if I'm not mistaken.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um What are your thought process on that? Why do you think it was a good idea to do that? Um or do you, would you have let the, let Peyton play through the whole game? And second of all, some players were upset because they really wanted the perfect season.
2: Well, that's a, it's a lot of things. Um, Jim Carwell, the head coach, <clears> There's <throat> a lot of things take place. History is one thing. History is very good. We got a um, before I say this, um, let's uh, introduce uh, – well, not introduce. Let's welcome Bernard, former uh, defensive tackle who's been in the grind. Bernard Wilson, welcome to the show. Hey, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, man? We, Pete Wilson, what's up, baby?
5: What's up, man? Black Jesus.
2: <laughs> He's on Black Jesus.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got two words for you, cool. B.
2: Cool down. Cool down.
4: Cool down, baby. Cool down. Hey, That's let me right, ask, let me answer this
2: question. Bernard, you you might want to chime in on this too, 'cause because uh, Rich just asked me a question. What do I think about uh, the Indianapolis coach sitting their starters down uh, to the perfect season? Here's what I was going to say about it. Jim Caldwell is a coach. Now, it's it's one thing for history to be made, and I know a lot of players want to do it because at the same time, look at the history the Detroit Lions made last year. That's that's the, one, the negative end of it. Um, right. The, the 1972 Dolphins go undefeated. What was it, a 14 or 16 game? It was a 14 game season, right? 14 but, game season. But they win the Super Bowl. Now, if you're not if you're gonna sit your players down uh, for for to um, to solidify the um, healthy guys going into the season, if you're going to sit them down to uh, negate a perfect season, that's that's on you. But these guys now, in my opinion, they have to win. Now they have to win these. They, they've clinched everything in the AFC, so they have to win um, the next three games. They're going to have a bye. So now after that bye, you got three games. you got two playoff games, and if you want to call it a Super Bowl playoff game, you have that. So all they have to do is win two games at home. They have to win two games at home, but at the same time, they might have to play the San Diego Chargers. Now, I don't even know which way to go on the Sydney starters down. I'm sure you can look at their face as I did, I'm sure as you guys did, and say, these guys really wanted it. They just don't want to lose to be losing or want to be out to be out for any reason except for the, uh, they got injuries. But he sat them down. He said, and I heard a good comment early in the week that nobody goes into the season and says, let's win all our games nobody does that. I, I've never heard it since t- in the times I've been playing. We're going to win all our games. It's impossible, man. You, you look at Carolina starting, what was they, 0-7? Carolina 8-7 and 7 right now. Oh, it was 0-6. Yeah. they yeah. eight and 7 Look at the Tennessee Titans, man. You win your division and that take care of itself. Oh, so,
5: yeah. So yeah. That's true. Well, I'm mean going to get it this way. You know, Jim Caldwell, first-year coach. Now, I don't know... Um, if, if his aspirations are to be the you know, first coach his first year to go undefeated or if his goal to ultimately win the Super Bowl. right? But I don't think that he got – I don't think any first-year coach has got the, the nuts to, uh, you know, pull the starters like that on their own. I think he had some pressure from somebody in the office, front office, to keep those guys safe.
2: That that makes sense.
5: Because I mean, because he could have been. I mean, you, you think about it, you leave Peyton Manning in there, and you know Rex, he's throwing the house at you.
2: Absolutely. You might not and have. Him for the playoffs.
5: you must rather, You must rather Get Peyton Manning hurt in a game that that really. I mean, it, it counts, but it's not going to further you. In, you know, in the play your chances in the playoffs uh you know he could have been, he could have been on, you know he have been uh people in Indianapolis would have had his head on pipe
2: right i, I don't so, know go ahead
5: I mean, I'm just saying that that he he may have had somebody from the front office okay you, you know now you know this this game is not a must win for us to continue to play out. Mm-hmm. when we get deep in the game. Regardless of the situation, we up
2: or down, you start pulling uh ones out. Yeah, but you know what I mean, and
5: we've 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 also seen that uh you know, Sorge, he needs some work.
2: Well, yeah, because if uh 'cause if um if Peyton goes down, it's it's a rap for the it's over. Sorry's on
4: IR. It's Curtis Payton's a backup quarterback.
2: Oh, he got hurt on that game?
4: Yeah, you're right. Curtis Payne is a backup quarterback, yeah.
2: Okay. But, you, okay, look at this. What the um, New England Patriots did in, what was that, 2007? Yeah, 2007. When they came out here, they lost to the Giants. But the number, I don't know, I thought Vegas was going crazy, man, with these guys going to the Super Bowl, they're going to go undefeated. They were undefeated in the regular season. But when you get into the playoffs, man, you plan playing to get some teams that deserve to be there because that's why they're there. You're playing to get some good teams. Yeah.
5: Everybody's good. Yeah. Everybody's amped.
2: Right, everybody's amped. I mean
5: you know, also, you know, I've been on teams, uh, you know, you know, coaching with the on the high school level, right, that when you consistently win the way you do,
2: uh huh, you expect
5: you that. can kinda lose lose your edge a little bit too. You know, because you yeah, because you
2: it. know So you don't
5: it? you don't really have that, that bad taste of losing in your mouth and you don't really you know, fight is hard because you don't
2: want to lose. So is that on the coaching staff to uh, refocus those guys? Because I'll tell you, let me, let me say this, and we're going go to go into break. You, both of you guys remember this. We were playing a team this year. We hit those guys by, I think it was 29-3. 26-3 going into three, But then they, they scored, so it was 26-10. We went into on the locker 17. room. We went into the locker room like we just won the Super Bowl. Like if, if we just did yes. it. We, we arrived. So now yes. is it's is it our job, and I know I was around you guys, so I know what you guys were seeing and how y'all were feeling. Calm down, you got a second half to play. So is it the coaches? And we come out and lose that game on the road. We had a, a pretty good team on the ropes. So we come out and lose a that game. So it's a our great team in the
4: nation on the ropes.
2: We'll talk about that on the other end of this break. Hey, this is Kwame Lots of Sports sometime, Rich Show. We got a guest, Bernard Wilson, former NFL player, a defense tackle, got grind, got in the grind and did his thing. We'll be back in two minutes.
5: Cool down. Arms. Arms.
6: The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a 5 ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at Touch the shot. got it. With two point eight seconds left left. <laughs> I don't care where they put him. This one is
3: out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. We cover everything. Let your voice be heard, Voice America Sports.
1: Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lava Racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, along also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat for the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF.
3: To the pros, we we cover everything. cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Arms.
2: Welcome back to the show. I'm not going to even get my sexy voice, on, but uh, we are
4: back. Did are you cancel that? Quick, in a hurry.
2: <laughs> Boy, you got to get that hate out your blood. Hey, on this right here, let me let me shout this out: Scottsdale Camelback Resort. 480-947-3300. The website is com. They still got rooms for New Year's. I think I'm going to get me a room. And, then by and if you're online. on
4: Facebook, they're on Facebook too.
2: Well, I'm going to get me a room anyway for the New Year's, and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to get a room. I might just get a bunch of drinks and go in there and hang out and be safe. I don't, I don't like awesome. being out for New Year's, man. Them jokers out there shooting and crazy. All
4: the time they, them That's thugs, my favorite spot to be.
2: Every time them gangsters shoot, they shooting in the air.
4: They're stupid,
2: man. All right, well, we left out talking about Let me say this for – is somebody eating corn chips? Is that Bernard eating? That's probably
4: Bernard. He's always he, eating he, something. Are you going <laughs>
2: hear that? You call Winslow. Come on, call Winslow. You, you, two <laughs> <men>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me say this on a sad note. Kansas 11-0, and Texas 11-0, and Kansas is number ranked number two in the country. But I like it like that. I wish they was number five in 11-0. and But uh, we left out talking about is it a coach's job? We were talking about the Indianapolis coach. Is it a coach's job to get these guys – but um, well, we're talking on a, a smaller scale. We're talking about a college level, community college level, junior college level. You get these guys back motivated, especially when you have a lead or something, or when you're used to burnout, say, when you're used to winning, you, you're susceptible to getting smashed up because you think that's supposed to come natural. Um, Whose who's, who's focus is this? Whose focus is this to get these guys back? And this is the last segment, it's going to go by fast, so let's be quick and get into something else.
4: My thought process is. It's always the coach's opportunity. Number one is the leaders on the team: Peyton Manning, Reggie Wayne, um, Dwight Freeney, um, Bracket, um, Bob Sanders, who's not even playing but is part of the team. Uh, Andrew Bathea from um and Bathea from um, Howard. What an opportunity to get to play, get everybody on the team ready, no matter what we are, win a game.
2: He from Newport. It's the coaches
4: from okay, that, from bad news. Okay, it's the coach's job to reinforce that and get them mentally ready and prepared to play the game. So what they see in practice, they see in the game, what they see with how they react in practice, they react in the game, and everybody's on the same page. But it takes a whole team because the team together, everybody accomplish more, is, is going to win or lose the game.
2: Brownie, what you think? That's my... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
5: No, go ahead. That's my, that's my thought process.
2: Oh, okay. Brownie.
5: I think what Rich says got some validity to it because you know the, the the people that are on the field, the ones that are exposing themselves to the risk of the game, they got they're the ones that got to get jacked up and be ready to play. Right. Whether whether you the, whether you the starter or you are the third string guy, and I think that's that's one of the most difficult things to do is to be that second and third string guy and being able to go through an NFL season, preparing yourself to play. Because, you know, consistently every week, every week, you're sitting, you're sitting, you're sitting. And, and as we all know, you're only one player away from becoming the man.
2: Absolutely. We sure And when, do.
5: And when that, when that opportunity presents itself, you've got to be ready to capitalize on it or else, you know, what good are you? That's the discipline of of the guys of of the rest of the guys that are on that fifty three man roster, right? Because you know, going into the season, coaches know who the main guys are going to be. What they're looking for is a guy that's going to be disciplined enough to elevate his game every week. The guy that has the potential to be a player. Is going to maintain his focus, maintain that discipline, and you know week week nine, week ten, you know when guys are banged up and he has to get in there and contribute, can do that and um, and perform at a high level so there's no drop off in uh, intensity when that when that sub comes in.
2: You know, you make a uh, right. you make a real great point and that's and that's what I look for in players too. I look I already know who my starters are, but I'm looking for a guy who'd push my starter and I'm not saying I know who they are going into the season. I'm not saying you can't you can't lose your job. I'm playing the best guys. I don't like the favoritism stuff, but I'm gonna play the best guys. But I'm looking for that guy that maybe you might have to play two or three games to my guy get back healthy. Till my starter gets back healthy and then he's coming back in. But you disciplined enough to come in and like Bernard said to come in and get the job done and keep this team afloat until we get every, all our guns back in our, all our bullets back in our gun and and you're and you helping us out on special teams alone, so yeah right. I, I agree with that. That's, you, you guys, both of you guys make valid points, and um, um it's good to get a professional opinion on that. Let me ask you guys this question right here: going into the playoffs right now. Which team would you not want to face? You know when with the uh, we got three minutes till closing eight 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 three four six nine one four four. You want to get on, Coach B uh, and Bernard Wilson, former NFL player, defensive tackle, got in the ground with us. Um, is on the line. So if you want to join in for the next three minutes, give us a call. Which um, with the New Orleans Saints, what well, the Indianapolis Colts losing that game? That put a lot of pressure on what well, F- Pittsburgh and uh, that Baltimore game. Uh, a lot of teams not getting in. That threw the New York Jets back into the mix. That threw, that shook up the AFC. At the same time, them guys control their own destiny from week one. They should have been winning football games, and you won't have to count on other people to win and lose games. But what team right now, right. and I'll start with you, Rich, real quick, you would not want to face in the playoffs right now if you was the if it, you was that it, that team, if you was that team? If I was
4: that, in the NFC, it's up between Philly uh-huh. and the Packers. Them two teams. I, I gotta say, the Packers. Though the Packers, they're playing some very good football right
2: I, I, now. I'm, I'm, okay, okay. Cardinals. And go ahead.
4: Philly, Philly can score from anywhere inside the hundred yard mark. Okay. At any given moment. <laughs> AFC wise, you know, it's just it's pretty much <laughs> up. there's anybody I don't want to play would probably have to be San Diego right. because they they're on all cylinders right now.
5: We
2: on the same page. All right, Bernie. What you got?
5: I kind of think I wouldn't want to see Dallas. <clears throat> Dallas. Dallas. You don't know what team's gonna show up.
2: Tony Romo's still a quarterback, but go ahead. Let me let you, let me let you get your taste but on.
5: You play you play in Dallas, and you got the defense coming, and they got you know they got a potential of breaking up some folks on your offense. You remember, you got to play. You can win the game, but you got to play next week, right? And you you're going to think uh, that next game broke up. That's you know that diminishes your potential continuing the season. I wouldn't want to. I would want
2: to see either Dallas or Arizona. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say. The, go ahead. What's your AFC real quick? AFC's
5: got to be San
2: Diego. Yeah, I, I start with AFC. My AFC team. You don't want to see a team that's won what eleven, ten, eleven games in a row, and they, and they doing it on all phases of the um, team. They're doing it on special teams, offense, and defense. They win in football yeah. games, and then you got Philip Rivers with all these weapons and a guy who seems like he understands the game. At such an early age, a guy who should be mentioning and an MVP, if it wasn't for Peyton Manning um, and Drew Brees, putting those numbers up, but he's still in the mix. He's still one of the top-tier quarterbacks. He's a superstar. You got your stars, you got your superstars, you got your good players. And I, I would say in the AFC, that's the uh, San Diego Chargers. And the NFC, I wouldn't want to see the, um, the Arizona Cardinals uh, Again, they kind of like Dallas. Who's going to show up? Who's going to stop the run? These guys stop the run. That offense is clicking. They be back in the Super Bowl. But the Philadelphia Eagles, man, uh, Rich, you make a good point. Within 100 yards, these guys can score any time. But here's what you got to yeah, do. But- you got to keep Donovan in the pocket. If you make Donovan throw for the pocket, his accuracy is not that good. His accuracy is not that good. But if you make him scramble around, he's going to find a way to beat you every time he has to scramble. You rush that outside and, and just keep a guy in the spy. Keep him in the pocket. If you guys watch him like I do, his accuracy is not that good, but he has weapons around him. He's gonna get his weapons back going into the uh, playoffs. So that was my team: the uh, Cardinals, Eagles, and the NFC. And San Diego Chargers probably gonna sweep the uh, the uh, AFC. All right, yeah,
5: man, that's it just,
2: well, we got go. it. Yeah, that's it, baby. That's it. Unless you, we gotta, almost
4: done. They always take it. We got three minutes, man.
2: You wanna buy some more time? Call no. last of the sports sometimes real show. I <laughs> thank my guest. <laughs> I thank my guests Bernard Wilson. As always, Coach B. Don't forget to check out Scottsdale Still Resort. There's New Year's rooms available. I was you may see me over there. Holler back.
4: All right, peace. All right, I'm peace. out. Holler. Bye Julie.
2: Oh, Julie Adden, Thanks for uh, tuning in. A new new yeah, uh, listener. Uh, Holler back.
4: That's our fifth fan. Peace. <laughs>